Back to the beat. Bulls beat continues with Derek Sharp. Another thing on men's soccer before we get into basketball, volleyball, and some other good stuff for you here on the show. Since the conference tournament begins on Sunday, again, the Bulls at Memphis at 8 o'clock, they will want to get out there, all conference teams, probably on Saturday. So the players of the week have already been dropped for this last quote-unquote week, which was really Wednesday night, and a couple of Bulls were on it. Alan Horrocks, who shut out FAU, got goalkeeper of the week honors. And Jalen Anderson, for the penalty kick, was on the honor roll. Yeah, that was quickly done because Brian Schaefer and Ashmir Spengler definitely deserved honors, which we kind of gave them here. And last night in Bradenton, that Florida Atlantic women's soccer team that the Bulls could not score against, well, it gave up two goals in the first 10 minutes and lost to SMU 3 to nothing. So it'll be the top two seeds playing for the women's title on Sunday afternoon at the Premier Sports Complex in Lakewood Ranch as Memphis got past Charlotte 2 to nothing, And SMU wins Mustangs on the women's side, outside chance of making the NCAA tournament especially if they take the Tigers to penalty kicks because statistically that would be considered a tie. That'll be one I'll keep an eye on for sure. We'll give you some highlights here in just a couple of minutes of what happened at the Yangling Center last night, but we'll tell you what we saw in some of the numbers from a 94-49 victory here. You could absolutely tell that Chris Youngblood and Brandon Straub were very comfortable as the two transfers from Kennesaw State now. Kaysen Jennings is the third, and he is a lockdown sort of defensive guard that we didn't get to see. If you were at the game, you could see him in a walking boot. He will not be able to play for the Bulls probably until the start of conference season. That's what we're guessing anyway. It's not a season-ending concern or anything like that. So the starting lineup for the Bulls, Jose Placer, the transfer from UNF, great shooter of the basketball, along with Chris Youngblood. You know, I feel hesitant to give anybody starting positions because they – as Miro Durahim are a positionless team, but when you have a seven-footer in the middle, a true freshman, Daniel Tobolobi, you can say he was the starting center. And then Brandon Stroud, of course, the other healthy guard from Kennesaw State, along with Kevin Knox. Really like what we saw from him hitting a couple of three-pointers in the first half. And even though Placer has been kind of that guy, the Bulls last night didn't have one guy hitting threes. It was a team effort going 12 for 30. Celta Miguel Ended up leading the way in makes and attempts, something that we probably would not have foreseen. Three for seven, drained a couple towards the end of the proceedings, and that actually pushed him to leading the Bulls in scoring. But he also had six assists, so four Bulls in double figures. Freshman Jaden Reed, who had some freshman moments, but overall looked in control, had nine points, five assists, and five rebounds. So right now, Placer is looking like the starting point guard, but Reed. I think he's going to be running a lot as he gets more comfortable. Youngblood is, again, positionless, right? But uh, more of the ball handler slash do-it-all sort. He went for 13 points and six rebounds as well. Mentioned Knox, he scored 12 points. Stroud, just four points, but he does a little bit of everything. And he only played 14 minutes, so he kind of took a tumble there in the first half, and that was that for him. But I think he's going to be just fine. It was an exhibition game. The Bulls were well in control from the very beginning of this one, so there was no concern to keep him in the game. Corey Walker Jr., talking about Selton Miguel. Well, it was Miguel in the second half. It was Walker in the first half, scored all 13 of his points, six rebounds, and you can tell he's in much better shape. Sam Hines Jr., the other of the three Bulls that stayed, about six points and eight rebounds in just 13 minutes of work. 
It's going to be a fun team to watch. And again, when you get Jennings in there, you're going to have even more defensive prowess. One other guy I wanted to mention is the six foot ten, but he can handle the ball. Case in Pryor, he grabbed ten rebounds and also scored seven points on three for four shooting. The Bulls dominated on the glasses. It was clear they were going to fifty two to 23 in this one and love that they were 12 for 30 on threes and 52 percent overall from the floor i know that their head coach amir abdurrahim will not love that they were only 59 percent from the free throw line you can tell young blood's going to get there a lot he was five or six but the rest of the team obviously just 11 for 21 24 assists on 33 makes it was funny that was the first thing that Joey Johnston pointed out when they were looking at the stats immediately after the game ended, and turns out the head coach of the Bulls agreed. Here's some of Amir Abdurrahim with the guys, followed by some highlights of the aforementioned players performing well against Edward Waters. A very impressive effort. Tell us what you thought of the team's performance. Well, first off, I want to thank everybody who came out tonight. Uh, you know, Thursday night, you know, I know football has a big one this weekend on the road, and I know people are trying to finish up the week, so I just want to thank everybody for coming out tonight. And this dang on band of ours is incredible. Man, really, really impressed and excited about this year with, it, with them rocking and rolling like they are. But as far as our team goes, um, it took us a while to get some of those first game jitters out. That's why I think it's so important to play one of these exhibition games. But to have 24 assists, you know, on 33 made baskets, um, that we've been talking about ball energy and practice letting that ball find energy, making the extra pass, and we did a good job of it tonight. Coach, the one thing I like is 12 made threes. In today's day and age, you have to do that to compete, and they came from a lot of different places. Yep. No, absolutely. I I thought we shot probably five or six too many. Um, I would have loved to be 12 or 24, you know, 12 or 23, but, you know, I'm going to live with, when they share the ball away, they shared the ball, I'm going to live with a couple of them. They weren't bad ones. and I'm going to live with Selton McGill, so I'm gonna give, I told him I'm going to give him one step back a game um, because he's doing a great job of sharing the ball. You know, when you look at his numbers tonight, he had six assists, no turnovers. Um, and that's what we've been just trying to push Selton on is being a complete player. You're not just a scorer. You know, so I was really proud of uh, how we shot the ball, but more how we shared the ball. Reed trying to shake free, gets in the paint, kicks it to Stroud, loads up a lefty three. That's good! Brandon Stroud. You don't really expect that out of him, but he can do it. JR the other way, crosses midcourt, turns on the Jets, gets into the paint, a high off the window, good! 18-9, the Bulls have doubled him up. Here's a three on the right wing, and that was Youngblood right out of the timeout, and the Bulls now have an 11-0 run. That was like one of those soft, feathery three-pointers where Youngblood squared up and and beautiful, fundamental form and just softly dropped in that three-pointer. That's a nice-looking shot. Well, Sear goes to the basket and gets the layup. Corey Walker, a beautiful pass from the five-man there. A little give and go. And an offensive rebound that's tipped and into the hands of Youngblood ahead to Corey Walker, and he's got a two-handed dunk. How about the outlet pass by Chris Youngblood of about 80 feet? Ball lobbed in, stolen by Corey Walker. He goes back the other way. Euro steps, spins the reverse layup and in, and he's the leading scorer in this game now with nine. Well, he is all the impressive things that we have seen from Corey Walker for the past couple of seasons we're seeing them again uh, tonight and again if he can play consistently and stay away from the bad mistakes he's going to be a heck of a player for this Bulls program taken by Jaden Reed here comes JR high speed move to Selton Miguel Lamp is good and the freshman pushed it down the floor Miguel the wingman just 
took the easy pass and got a layup. They yeah. lead by 14. A couple of really nice offensive sequences as the Bulls go to 29-15 lead, six minutes, 30 seconds to go before halftime. And right now the Bulls are clicking on all cylinders. Another 8-0 run over the last 100 seconds behind the back dribble by the Tigers. 10 on the shot clock in the corner goes to Henry, stepped on the sideline, and that's a turnover. For the Tiger, but inside to Selton Miguel's got a smaller man on him. He passes inside to Walker, got fouled and laid it in. He double clutched in midair, went through the contact, and now he'll go to the line with a chance for a three-point play. Corey Walker now with 11 points to lead all scorers. And Corey Walker, jump shot is good. Corey Walker from 17 straight on. He now has 13 on the right wing, directing traffic now to Tobaloba. He's just above the free throw line, one dribble, now to Stroud, lefty going left, all the way to the basket, now he kicks it back out to Knox, open for three, fires for three, hits for three, Kobe Knox, second three-pointer of the game, the Bulls lead by 20. Kobe Knox with a couple of splashdowns from deep. They swing it around, Placia wide open, this is a shot he makes and that's the shot he did. I'm telling you what, when that kid gets some real estate, Joey gets his feet set, forget about it. Yep. Fifth triple of the game, here's Knox with a steal, down on the baseline, and the Bulls turn him over again. Outlet pass to Youngblood. In the corner, plus the year again. That one's no good, and tipped up and in by Knox trailing the play. It's 49-28, and the Bulls have pushed that lead right back up to 21. Knox, he's going to load up a three. That's no good. Tobaloba right in there for the rebound. Amongst three guys, gets it, puts up the jump hook. Good! Big fella doing his work. You know, if he can provide that type of offense, he's going to be really something special. Edwards again into the paint, blocked by Corey Walker. It's an outlet ahead to Youngblood. He runs it down. He's going to go right at the defender, off the window and in, and he challenged the bigger Mark Henry, and he wins. Cross-court pass to Youngblood. Catch and shoot three. Splash down. Pryor with the assist. He's really a perimeter player at 6'10", and he can pass it. He'll fool you with that. Well, as, as Coach Amir has told us many times, this will be a positionless lineup. JR around a guy to the basket, up and under, layup is good. You know who he reminds me of? We might as well start doing all this stuff with the new guys. He's got a little Isaiah Thomas in him. The old Isaiah Thomas. The old Isaiah, Isaiah. Yeah. Right. Indiana right. Isaiah right. Thomas. Near corner, Reed spots up, fires a three, got it to go, and the Bulls have a 30-point lead. Tobaloba with an offensive rebound, though. Kicks it out to JR. He's going to go to the basket around two guys. Kicks it out to Selton Miguel. He's wide open this time. There it is. Selton Miguel gets his first triple, and that was Reed with the penetration in the dish. Selton coming back the other way. Leaves it for Reed. Spots up right side three. Off the rim didn't go. Tipped around underneath. There's Sam Hines. Kicks it out to Selton Miguel. He's wide open. He'll launch a three. That one's good. And Sam Hines gets the extra possession, and his teammate from a year ago knocks it down. Pryor gets the rebound. Outlet to Selton Miguel on the left wing. He'll slow it down. Pryor trailing the play from the logo. Three. Yes. Wow. Long distance. We have seen a couple of occasions that lead us to believe that Kaysen Pryor will not hesitate to pull the trigger. Selton's going to drive down to the block. Throws one up off the window. Didn't go. Jones got a hand on it. Here comes Sam Hines. It's loose on the floor. Bodies all over the place. Hines gets it and throws it out to the top to Reed. They swing it around to Pryor. One-handed pass in the corner to Miguel. He loads up a triple. Yes. Great hustle by a bunch of different people wow. and it results in a three. The hustle of Sam Hines made it all happen. Three guys touch the ball. Miguel, he gets a screen. He drives into the paint off the window and in. And boy, did we see that all season last yeah. year. There, High off the window there, on a runner. There's your patented self. Yeah. Miguel moved to the right off the glass. They're going to load up another one that misses. And there's a rebound by Agunlier. Outlet pass to JR. He finds Sam Hines right down the lane. And there's a two-handed dunk by Sam Hines. Boy, that was with authority. Yeah, really, really nice distribution of the ball to Sam Hines, who 
flashed down the middle and threw it down with two hands. Back out to Sam. He's going to load up a three. Let's it fly. Good! Sam Hines, a triple. He now has six points and seven rebounds. More like a line that we're accustomed to with Sam Hines. How about 12 of 30 from three-point range for this bunch? 40%. Here's a step-back three for Edward Waters. Sam Hines gets the rebound. What hasn't he done? Here's an assist ahead to Corey Walker. Layup didn't go. Cost him an assist. Rebound Edward Waters. 31 seconds to go. Up and down we go. Back the other way, Tigers layup rim, rims off, and Corey Walker gets the rebound, and the shot clock is off, and Amir Abdul-Rahim is officially calling off the dogs. As well he should, 94-49, to 49, a mirror score. And it looks like the USF Bulls will dribble out, and the outcome will be academic. The Bulls win the exhibition. Well, Joey, I honestly didn't know what to expect tonight. I figured the Bulls were going to win. I didn't really see this margin of victory, but it is a welcome sight. Yep, they shot well. They shot it well from deep. Played some pretty good defense. Very overall, very, very pleasing effort and a, and a fun outing, too. This is going to be, I think, a fun team to follow. 94 to 49, the final score. Bulls shoot 52% from the floor. They hold Edward Waters to one for their last 12 just never really gave them an opportunity in the second half. They outscored them 52-21 over the final 20 minutes. Hines in the second half, six points, eight rebounds. Tigers only shot six for 28 in that second half. They were overmatched, but it was great to see. And you can hear the replay of the 94-49 victory plenty throughout the course of Friday. We'll also toss in a replay of that men's soccer match from Wednesday night. And a reminder, on Monday's show, we'll be getting you set for the women's season opener against Texas Arlington. 7 o'clock at the Yingling Center, and the men's season begins for real on Thursday against South Carolina State. It was for real a great win for volleyball yesterday in Philadelphia against Temple. They win in five sets. The second set was the key. Temple took the first 25-20 and led 23-19 in the second set. Bulls pull it out 29-27, take the third easily. Temple forces a fifth set, and it was all Bulls. 15 to 5. Finishing out with the last seven points, including three kills from Maria Andrade, who had a career high with 24 kills and just six errors. Hit 400 for the match. Marta Svitkovic added 17 kills. And the Bulls, they do this a lot, had way more than their opponent in that category. Try 70 putaways to just 43. Now they committed 11 more errors. Six more service errors, but they also had 13 more digs defensively. Four players in double figures. Busey Hazan, who struggled percentage-wise, still had a double-double. 14 kills, 15 digs. Maya Thomas with 15 digs. Andrade herself a double-double with 11. Caroline Dykes, who had 52 assists as a setter, also added 12 digs. So the Bulls can win again on Friday. They play at noon, actually. Then keep an eye on East Carolina hosting SMU. The Bulls win and East Carolina loses, the Bulls will be tied with the Pirates atop the East Division. Either way, probably no worse than a game behind, which is where they sit now, and they host East Carolina twice next weekend. Great stuff. And speaking of great stuff, Melanie Green, MG from Women's Golf, for a second month in a row named the AAC Golfer of the Month, and Alvin Todorica is doing it again. We spoke to him on this show a few weeks back after his amazing run through a 64-player field all the way to the finals of the ITA Southeast Regionals, which entered him automatically into the national event. And he has won his first two matches to make the quarterfinals. Started off Wednesday 
of course, losing his first set because he's got to throw some drama in against a player from Mississippi State and won 6-3-6-4 yesterday against one of the top eight players in the field, Petter Mach of USC, who had steamrolled through his first round and then beat Todorica 6-1. Get this, second set tiebreaker. Todorica wins it 7-3, takes the third 6-4. He's in today's quarterfinals. It'll be 1 o'clock our time because this is in San Diego against Ohio State's Jack Anthrop. Amazing stuff from Alvin. That'll wrap up Bulls Beat for Friday. We'll talk to you guys on Saturday afternoon with our 1.30 pregame show for the 3 o'clock kickoff. A lot of Bulls in Memphis this weekend, football and men's soccer. Again, playing Sunday night at 8 in the AAC tournament. Wishing everybody good luck. No matter what happens, we'll have Bulls Beat to sum it up for you on Monday. Thanks for listening. I'm Derek Sharp.